All right, Cowboy Nation. We're back at it again. It's another Grinders edition as it relates to this season. Who are we going to put out there for the Ravens game? Right? We hear the storylines that Donovan Wilson, he's injured. Sad case of that with the growing. And, and, and I don't think that he will be ready to play. I don't think that he will be ready to play, but I've seen stranger things. Stephen Parker, he's out. The ankle situation with him, I, I don't think that he will be ready to play. Oh, they already announced that um, Zach Martin, he will be out. And, of course, Cam, ooh, Cam, Irvin, he, he will be out as well. And Alden Smith, He's battling through some crazy injury. This season, this 2020 year is always going to be one of those years where we look back and say, man, that's a cuss word now. That's a flat-out cuss word. 2020, you. Everything that could go wrong went wrong. The year of Murphy Law. Yeah, it's one of those things, Cowboy Nation. Now, all we can do is sit back and say, okay, let's wait. For 2021. Now, normally when a year change, like the calendar number or what have you, people look back and they say, yeah, that's good that that changed. That's good that that happened. But in reality, the real facts of it, if you're not planning, if you're not setting things in, in place, then it won't happen. Look, every year... At the end of this month, you have people to give their New Year's resolutions, right? Uh, like, 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 I'm going to lose weight. You hear people say that all the time. I'm going to focus on try to save more money for 2021 year. And all of a sudden, they wait for 2021 to happen. They wait for the new year to happen before they start doing it. News flash: you can start right now. If you want to lose weight, you start now. Don't wait for the next year. If you want to save money, you start now. Don't wait to next year. So the reason why I'm saying this, because we got to talk about systems. How can this team implement a system that we can identify with, for one, and for two, how can we have a system that regardless of the situation that you can plug and play, meaning that you can insert somebody into that system and it can work. Now, the offseason is one thing, but planning for the offseason is another. And planning for the future of the season is a whole nother area. And there's gravity to this. Do you guys recall Jerry Jones midway through this particular season said that we came in for the 2020 season with our strength being the offensive line. That's not coming from my mouth. It's coming from his. And what I'm saying is that if that was our system, if that was our goal, and if that was our situation of how we going to look at this thing, the moment, that Lyle Collins went out, you should have been picking up the phone because your system, the core of your system, the strength where you thought that you was going to get help from was weakened. Lyle Collins was not in shape. 
you had a plenty of time to pick up the phone and start calling, right? And if that was your system core strength, you knew without a shadow of a doubt that Tyron Smith, Tyron Smith, we love him, is not going to be able to give you 16 weeks. That's historic data. That's understanding your system. And when Travis Frederick said, hey, I'd rather be with my family, my loved ones, I'm chunking up the deuces. Then your system is flawed. Your strength is gone. The Cowboys should have been then trying to reshape their particular situation. Good case in point. The Saints. Their quarterback went down. But during the offseason, they said, let me get a Jamison Winston. Oh, let me not sully and denigrate the heel kid who can barely throw the ball. But let me keep him involved into the system. And when that particular guy went down, or even when their wide receiver went down, they do not miss a beat. Now, I do know that a lot of people are going to say, well, Law, that, that is because they t- had time to develop their system. Well, they didn't have offseason. They brought in you know, OTAs and training camp and stuff like that, right? So they brought in Jamison off the streets, but they identified his talent way before so. One can argue and say, well, Law, was that what they were doing with Andy Dalton? I go back to listen to what the great Michael Irvin said, who is a Hall of Famer, by the way. And you can say whatever you want to say about it, but Michael Irvin, out of his mouth, he said people looking at Andy Dalton as he was the best backup quarterback in the NFL. But in actuality, he was the worst starting quarterback. And that sat on my heart for a long time. I'm sitting there like, oh, Lord. Michael Irvin, the playmaker himself, is spitting nothing but truth. Let me try to pull out the umbrella because that brother is spitting. He's flat out spitting, baby. (laughs) But sometimes your system will get checked. And those who implement great systems, regardless of the situation, their system prevail. Just like, and I I know a lot of people are going to say, dog, you can't use Bill Belichick. Well, his system always been defense. That's what people fail to realize. They look at Tom Brady and say, yes, look at all of the wonderful stuff that he's bringing to the table. Tom Brady, when his first three Super Bowls, he was not elite. That defense was always solid. Defense always kept him within the chance of a puncher's chance. And through, due to the situation of, uh, of course, having the the, <laughs> the, the, the the tapes on everybody, you know, if you ain't cheating, you're not trying, right? Nevertheless, with all of the jokes aside, I'm seeing a team that still get turnovers and takeaways and the defense still able to do those things, stopping the opposition from scoring. And that's what the Patriots are doing. Now, I'm not saying that they're going to the Super Bowl or anything. But I am saying that all of a, all of a sudden, they had six or seven guys say, hey, I'm opting out. 
Nobody, nobody can tell me if those six or seven guys don't opt out and if it was a different type of scenario that that team record would be different. It's a system that they got going over there. Andy Reid. Andy Reid's system. When he was even in the Eagles land, we knew what they was going to do, but they perfected it. They was able to throw that ball around, always had hungry running backs. Not, might not be uh, number one rusher in the NFL, but their running backs fought for that extra yard, and the quarterback always had crazy stats. Now, of course, you know, they made some mistakes or what have you, but you can see that the system, it worked. Now, we, he went over there to Kansas City land. They never had a losing season, I believe. But the system was still intact. Now, sometimes you would have a certain player that can really elevate and really outshine the system, and they can win in spite of. When we can go all the way back to the 95 Cowboys, right? <laughs> the players had to win in spite of the system, and they overcame whatever the, the downfalls and the pitfalls were with that particular team. And that's all I'm saying. Now, sometimes you will have a player that can fit right into the system and elevate everything, and maybe, just maybe, this will be the situation with the Dallas Cowboys. Maybe we need that one or two player to elevate the system. But my problem is, is that we cannot identify what system that the Cowboys really got. Are they a run-first team? Right? We do know that they have a second-year offensive coordinator who really trying to learn as we speak, right? That's just be. That's just me being real with the situation. <laughs> that's just me being real with it, right? Now, the defensive side of the situation or the defensive side of the coin, we can sit back and say, well, Mike Nolan, it's not a known system. It's not. It's always been a system they gave up many of yards. The guys are always aggressive. And maybe, just maybe, you can go all the way back to when he was like, had his hand into the mix with the Ravens. But they had generational talent, right, at that time when he was there. And maybe, and maybe, and maybe, and maybe, you can talk about the brief stench with the uh, 49ers. Oh, I'm sorry, the 49ers. And all of those times, it's still was a horrible situation. So when, when I'm talking about system with the Dallas Cowboys, how can this particular situation, how can we grow off of what we see in? Is it Tom Sula? Is it George Edwards? Hmm? It's a lot of things of areas of, un, of unknown. So like I said, 2020, I'm going to give it a mulligan. But I got to bring up Jason Garrett for crying out loud. <laughs> Law, are you having buyer's remorse on Mike McCarthy and, and the new coaching staff? And are you really missing Jason Garrett? No. I'm going to say this. And I'm going to say this again. Jason Garrett, wonderful guy. Met him. Brilliant storylines. I think that Jason Garrett is more of an offensive coordinator, and a, like I said before, then he is a head coach. Let me repeat. I think that he's more of an offensive coordinator than he is of a head coach. 
And there's nothing wrong with that. Flat out, nothing wrong with that. But quietly, the Giants are the top 10 defense, which defense, what, what do defense do? Let me know, post it in the comment box. I always love to ask it. What do defense do? Post that in the comment box. And I think that sometimes you can have a marriage that if the right hand knows what the left hand is doing, it works well together. The youthfulness of Judge, the coach Judge over there, and the experience for Jason Garrett. And not, they're not world beaters. I'm not sitting there saying that this Giants team is going to win all the way out and then go into the Super Bowl. No, 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 I'm not saying that. But what they did is they implemented a system. They did. They implemented a system. They didn't have OTAs, training camp. He wasn't there for, for many of years. Both of them new to the Giants coaching tree or whatever, you know, <laughs> philosophy, area, players, and beyond. So that is what I'm saying, Cowboy Nation. And when we go over to the Washington team, what that particular coach is doing there is implementing a system. Defense. Riverboat Run always been known for his defense. And watch. All it's going to do from here is get better. I know that Washington fans right now are saying, yes, they got defense. And one thing that I can tell you about defense, it travels. It goes on the road. It goes to your house, Pook and Ray Ray and Mama and them. <laughs> Ashaniqua and Tamika house, they go everywhere. Defense saying, hey, I'm here. And that defense is going to get better next year. So the Cowboys, I know that we can look and say to ourselves, the Joneses said that the strength of this particular team was the offensive line. I'm quite sure that in, in, in a perfect world that they would say, well, if we can only get the offensive line back healthy, then we can win games. But defense win championships, though. And I'll tell you this. People will do what they know what they can do. The first. Not saying the best, but the first. Y'all let me know. Did Jason Garrett... When he was here, had full control. Mm -mm. It was more so of Jerry Jones. It was more so to do with uh, Stephen Jones. Oh, and let me know, did Jerry Jones, what did he play while he was in college? Mm, offensive line. So what I'm trying to say is, is this right here. This guy, he's going to lean on offensive line, and he's saying, okay, if this was our strength and this is the system that we can operate out of, then offensive linemen should be our goal. Now, I'm not dogging Sewell. I'm with the philosophy, and I'm talking about draft now. BPA, all day, best player available. I think that they might go with offensive line because from what he said, the system the core, the strength of this team was offense. Subline. Now, wide receiver, now running back, offensive line. So in his mind, he's going to go out there and see if he can replenish that offensive line. All right. So 
if that's the angle and if that's the scenario, then they might just go with offensive line. But one thing that I got to bring up before we go into the other topic is this right here. The quarterback is going to be under center off of the said idea of the offensive line being his strength. Will they reach down in their pocket and say, okay, here you go, Dak Prescott? Or will they sign a franchise him and then trade him? Maybe get another first in the second or maybe two firsts. Who knows how this thing can go? And say, okay, now we revamp the offensive line and then on the back end, since Mike Nolan didn't have his guys, and re-up the defense. Now, I'm with the belief you pay Dak Prescott, you elevate him, you make sure that you give him whatever deal that he wants, and then you look at the defensive side of the ball and say, okay, we're going to shore up the defense, and then you can play around with the offensive line on the back end, going out there, making the necessary adjustments from there. But they're not going to do that because the holes are so massive with the offensive line because you're not – if you did your homework, the historic data will show that you would not get 16 weeks from a, a Tyron Smith, right? And Lyle Collins, we don't know. When you're over 320 pounds and you got a hip injuries, nine times out of ten, you don't come back 1,000%. I, I'm just saying. I'm just pulling that out there for those who who's looking for something to grab on. Pull on that. Let that sink into your mental. But it could be a situation that he will be ready for 2021, and we can have a level of optimism with that. But if that's where your strength at, then you replenish where your strength at. On the defensive side of the situation, they never focus on that. So maybe just maybe they say they can get away with a third round or fourth round talent on the defense. Or do they switch this thing all around? Hmm. There'll be a question for you all. I really appreciate everybody that's watching. Let me know. What is the Dallas Cowboys system? Maybe you all can help me out. Are we a run-first team, pass-happy team, or are we a team that will kill you with straight-up philosophy of okay field positions, okay allowing the defense to make some plays? Or what type of defense are we? Are we a 3-4-4-3? You know, they, they say uh, the person with that lukewarm mentality is wicked in all their ways, or a double-minded person is wicked in all their ways. Either you're hot for me or you're cold for me. And that's the problem. We need to figure out what type of team do we have, hot, cold, or we lukewarm, double-minded, always looking at what the other teams are doing and not concentrating and building our own system. What is the system for the Dallas Cowboys? Post me your thoughts. Post me your concerns down below. And let me know where I'm wrong. I'm always open for feedback, suggestions, and all of that good stuff. Post me what do you guys really looking at. Because I, I will say, Mulligan, right? This year's a Mulligan. And maybe next year, 2021, we can start building that system. That's been my time. I really thank you all for yours. And remember, you're listening to nothing but the best. Let's go. Let's go, Cowboy Nation. Let's go. <laughs>